On today's show, we discuss some potential Sixers trade rumors with a brand new team. Also, what is the imminency of a deal looking like for Daryl Morey and the organization? When could one actually get done? And lastly, Danny Green with some very interesting comments regarding 2-5 in the situation. We have a lot to get into, man. Let's go. Perfect. Perfect. What is going on, everybody? RB here. Welcome back on into Philly Take with RB. Like always, if you do enjoy this content, do me a favor, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel if you are new, and hit the bell so you get all the notifications when we drop content or go live. Today we are back, and obviously we have a lot to discuss. But first and foremost, we start on something completely different. That is right. As of the time of recording this, just a little while ago, Some news coming out from Adrian Wojnarowski regarding Kyrie Irving as the newest player to enter health and safety protocols. Now, if you've been monitoring the situation the last couple days, there are just so many guys going into health and safety protocols. Uh, At this point, in my personal opinion, the league needs to put a halt on this for about a week because there are just so many players out. I think the number has to be around 60, 70 across the league, and it's just it's getting out of control. The reason I bring this up is for, well, actually two different reasons. Number one, it's crazy because the Brooklyn Nets yesterday went and brought Kyrie Irving back as a part-time player. Now, now knowing everything that happened this entire season, how it transpired, the fact that they were willing to bring him back now is crazy. And then the next day, not even 24 hours later, not only does Kyrie Irving go into health and safety protocols, but Kevin Durant does as well. So now the Nets are officially depleted. I don't even know who is left on the roster besides those couple rookies we played the other night. Um, and it's just getting out of hand. Like, the the fact that this is still going on, the NBA, well, you know, you're seeing the NFL postpone games. Now the NBA is probably going to have to start doing the same, or they might just put a shutdown on it. Um, it's getting out of control. But the bigger reason that I bring this up is because the Nets played the Sixers, like I mentioned a couple days ago. We already are the first team to have a second case of uh, COVID. And and what I mean by that is, you know, our whole team had an outbreak. And now this week, George Niang entered health and safety protocols. So we have to be careful. And then we just played these guys. So how does that work with us? We have a game scheduled tomorrow night. And it seems like every single night, these players are spreading it to the other teams. And it's almost like every team is going to have it at this point. So the NBA needs to do something. But... Yeah, crazy times, and they need to do something about this because I don't want our entire team again uh, going into health and safety protocols. It's going to be rough. But anyway, another piece of news that came out a couple days ago, just to keep us on a light note here, um, as we talked about with the Lakers having trade interest in 2-5, apparently they called Mr. Daryl Morey and, and were talking Russell Westbrook in that realm, and he immediately hung up the phone because that is not happening, like I said You know, I've been consistent with my stance on Russ. I just don't want him on my team. Um, And the Sixers are not interested in him. Daryl Morey will not trade for him again. So that is good. So put a smile on your face about that. Good news today. Anyway, as we get into what we really need to crank down on, this comes out a few days ago. uh, Mike Scotto of HoopsHype.com having an episode uh, with Jake Fisher, who we have referenced multiple times over the offseason, does a great job covering the NBA. They sat down to discuss some different trade things, and 2-5 came up. And here's what Mike Scotto had to say. A new team apparently entering the interest realm for 2-5. He says, I heard the Pelicans discuss trading future first-round picks and swaps to the Sixers for 2-5. 
League sources told Hoops Hype. Brandon Ingram was not involved in the talks, I'm told, at least as of now. With Zion Williamson's latest injury setback, it's unclear how that could move the needle for the Pelicans in their efforts to land to five. Now, the response from that came from, obviously, Jake Fisher. And essentially what he says here is, you know, he's spoken to people about the 2-5 situation, um, and we have the list, right? We've heard this before. Uh, he says somewhere between 24 and 30 players and pretty much guys that we view as top 25 players who, again, Daryl Morey is trying to acquire to be kind of the Robin to Joel's Batman. Um, and essentially, we want to compete for a championship, and we know Daryl needs to get this right. This means a lot, not just for this current time, but also in the future of the organization. And as you can see, he says, until that guy presents himself, the Sixers are going to be patient and use that as a negotiating tool when teams call. They know there are opportunities to see if Jalen Brown becomes available sometime before next season to see if James Harden ultimately decides not to go back to Brooklyn and to see Bradley Beal. Now, this got me thinking, especially uh, with this new rumor, and who knows how true it is, but when, you know, as I start to critically think about this, the Pelicans are in a disastrous state. Like That organization is in turmoil, if you didn't hear Zion out another six weeks. They just can't seem to click it together. They can't seem to do anything right. They've traded a lot of guys over the years. Um, the Pelicans might, again, I, I guess just have to blow it up, whatever they do have, and just start over again and just accumulate as many picks as possible. Now, in that piece, they said Brandon Ingram is not available, but who knows what could happen. And that got me thinking even further. Um, as you can see here, this post came out uh, the same day, and I'd already been thinking about this. I've kind of hinted at it on different videos, and I might make an official piece about this later on. But what I'm saying here is that I got to be honest with you guys, and let me make this as clear as possible so it doesn't get twisted. If the Sixers do not have the availability of acquiring a top, top player, you know, like a, a top-tier star, I have to be honest. I'm starting to get sold on the idea of a core involving Tyrese Maxey, Brandon Ingram, and Joel Embiid, right? Embiid's 27. Ingram is still 24. He was an all-star last year. And then you have Tyrese Maxey, right, who is it looks like an upcoming star and how ironic would it be, first you know, and foremost, that Brandon Ingram was in the same draft as 2-5, the pick after. He started out really you know, struggling in his career, but his numbers are going up every year. He's averaging 23 a game this year, I think six or seven rebounds. He does a little bit of everything. He can score at all three levels. He's going to shoot 36, 37, 38% from deep. Um, and he's, a, he's a, a small forward. He's a guy that you can immediately plug in at the three. I think this team has been lacking that for a long time. And again, I still want a top-tier player, but if that is not available, obviously, like I've been saying, Daryl Morey needs to get this done before the deadline. There's no way this can drag on past that. And if you have to go down to maybe like a, a 1A or a 2, whatever you view Brandon Ingram as, he's an upcoming star. He seems to be getting better, and I don't know how much longer he's going to be motivated to play and, and buy into what New Orleans is doing. And who knows, like I said, what they are even doing. And, and who knows if Zion's going to go, all this stuff, right? So, you know, if you could throw in 2-5 and maybe you, we would probably have to throw in first-round picks or whatever to get this done, I think it's something that you keep on the table. I really do. And if there's any validity to it um, and it comes down to it and that's the best player available, I don't think that's bad at all. I think Ingram is coming into his own. Um, and I'm starting to buy into the fit a little bit. I'm starting to buy into the fit. So let me know what you think about that down below. 
The other thing we have to discuss today is Danny Green, who went on uh, the new premiere of the new season of his podcast, Inside the Green Room. And once again, he was obviously asked about 2-5 and the whole situation. And we're just going to take a listen to what he had to say. So, you know, that's the first approach is like, yeah, why do you want to be traded? And if he came to us that way, then we'd be like, and we did everything we could to try to change his mind. He still didn't change his mind. Then as a family, as brothers, as friends, we'd be like, all right, well, we're going to find you the best scenario where you can succeed uh, and make sense for both parties. Uh, obviously, those things never happen. Those conversations never happen. So these are all what ifs. Um, but yes, when, if that happened and we try to find him a situation, of course, we're going to look for something in return that can replicate what he brings to the floor and what he brings to this team, um, which is very hard to find. Um, you know, somebody, he's a special, he's a unicorn. You know, he's a very special player. As much as people get on him and rag on him and say how he was this and this and that and how bad he is, he's a very good player and he's, he's very hard to replicate. There's not many players in this league that can do what he does. Look, Danny Green has been consistent on his take from the beginning, and I do respect that. Um, but, you know, I got to be completely honest. I'm getting sick and tired of all, again, this babying. And, and we're at the point in the season now where we're 30 games in. We're in a tough stretch. Guys have been playing extended minutes. You know, they just don't look right. And we're still out here giving leeway. And I'm just frustrated about it. You know, Danny Green calls him a unicorn. Are you kidding me? Maybe the potential to be a unicorn was there. Maybe we thought that's what he was going to be. But he is nowhere near that. And... It's just getting sickening at this point, like watching Joel Embiid the other night as we lose a third straight tough game, and he's sweating out of his everywhere. He's sweating everywhere. I'm, I'm seeing sweat drip from his beard. He looks exhausted 30 games into a season. It's not good. It's not a good look. You got dudes trying to step up and play into roles that they're not accustomed to play into, and everybody is lacking. And I want to say one thing, you know, I'm getting really tired of the people saying, oh, well, look at the only difference from last year to this year. 2-5 is the only difference, and that is the reason, and you know, that's what makes the Sixers mesh. That's the reason that everything's going downhill. I'm so tired of that. Listen to me right now. Are we missing 2-5 right now? Yes. Are we missing some of the things he does? Yes, I can agree to that. But what we are missing, the better way to put this, is we are missing $30 million of replacement, whether that is cap space in a player, two role players, a star. We're missing a replacement. We're literally playing with a hole in the roster. So stop it with the lousy takes. I'm tired of people not providing enough context in that area. Once you get another player in here, guys are going to fit better within their roles. Guys are going to look better. It's going to take a lot of the pressure, a lot of the burden off these other guys. Um, now, obviously, there's still flaws, things we have to work on. But stop acting like he is the you know, end-all, be-all solution to everything. It's ridiculous without providing the extra context with the fact that we're playing with a hole in the roster. But anyway, you know, Danny, you've been struggling as well, man. We need you to step up. And honestly, I'm just tired of the babying. I really am. You know, obviously, I'm not here to talk about his mental state and all that. But here we are 30 games into a season. We're waiting for something to happen. We have to get this right. It's time to call it what it is. You know, this team is, they're frustrated. They're frustrated. And again, Sure, he can do different things on the floor, but but let's hold everybody accountable and let's think about this in reality. The Sixers need to get a key player back if they want to contend. And, and I'm I'm just tired of oh, you know, we were going to help him and, and get a good trade partner and this and that. Come on, man. Guy came back to practice. He was playing lousy. He was just messing around. It, it's sickening. It really is sickening for this city, this fan base, this team. 
that loves to hold guys to a higher standard. We have to do better. Um, and we got to get this thing back on track. We have to figure it out. But those are just my thoughts. Would love to hear from you all down below in the comment section. Give me your thoughts. Um, and, and yeah, let's let's get this right. Let's support the guys that are actually here playing and get this back on track. Appreciate you guys so much for tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And like always, I will catch you on the next one, man. Peace. Perfect. Perfect.